0: Welcome aboard the DieCast Enterprise. This is Bags. I'm Foley. I'm Jed. And welcome aboard for episode five of season two. Careless Whisper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Soft as a whisper. Soft, Soft as, as a, a whisper. whisper. Uh, this episode featuring the Death mediator, Riva
1: Not Reva. Never
0: forget Reva. <laughs> for those of you who aren't Canadian, back in the day we had this hypnotist that uh, used to do shows all over the country and his name was Ravine did, did Ravine Riva. actually
1: go, cover the whole country I thought he was just the west coast
0: no no Ravine, Ravine was actually uh, more uh, Maritimes than any place else really oh, yeah man. yeah he was huge out there huh. but oh. uh, Canada is where he did the majority of his shows like 60 to 70% I was reading this on the Wikipedia about a month ago <laughs> when we were talking about uh, Riva and it put me in mind of Ravine hmm. who's uh, catchphrase theme music was you'll never forget ravine and as a child i always thought he was very mystical and you know like wow that show must be amazing and then watching clips of it on youtube it's just your standard hypnotist show with people making asses of themselves on stage i remember thinking that his name was spelled
1: ravine like like a ravine like a ravine it is not it It is is spelled
0: a ravine with a double e Uh. ravine and now his son... Uh, son of Ravine? Yeah, the son of Ravine is now Ravine, because Ravine has passed on. Oh. Ravine has shuffled off this mortal
2: coil. So then, if his son is Ravine, he he's much like the translators yes. in this week's episode, which is a, also a lineage-type yes, thing. Yes, indeed it
1: is. Let's talk about Riva and his chorus.
2: It's an so, unusual conceit.
1: It is.
0: It's an it's an interesting uh, it's storytelling sweet. device. Yeah. Like, eh. Like we've got this uh deaf character, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna he's gonna have Three psychic or empathic or whatever uh, chorus members, and each of them will speak for a part of Riva's psyche. Although
2: one guy handles really quite a lot of it, he—he's you know art and science and intellect and and logic. Yeah, he—you know—he's the guy who you know does all the heavy lifting, and then there's the lust guy. Yeah, the anarchy of lust. I
0: am the libido, (laughs) the anarchy of lust. (laughs) Who (laughs) the fuck talks like that?
1: Well, he's a figure skater, you know. Riva. (laughs) He looks a lot like Brian Orser. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: And then the third is the the female of the group, and she's Harmony. She's the Earth Mother. And she's
1: Hugh's wife. Yeah, she's John John Delancey's wife. IRL wife. Yeah. So, yeah, Riva, I guess, is the world's, uh, the world, excuse (laughs) me, the galaxy's most uh, uh, successful and famous mediator or peace negotiator. Yeah, like, it's uh, it's mentioned early on that... Uh, well, the Enterprise has more or less has been requested just to escort him from one planet to the planet where he's needed to mm-hmm. settle this uh, 15 centuries-long war between the two races.
2: Yeah, yeah and, and it's mentioned that uh, he's the one who started all the peace treaties with... The Klingons and the Federation. The Klingons the Federation. and the Federation. I, I don't
0: know if he started all of the peace He's He's responsible for several key... Uh, Klingon trees, but not the Kidamer record, because right, of course that would have been much too early. Yeah, because of course the Kidamer record is uh, detailed in Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. Indeed, indeed. So
2: uh, Worf is nervous to meet
0: him. He's all embroiled right. in feelings, <laughs> and of course that uh, Counselor Troy just outs him to the captain, like he's there, he's perfectly composed. Yeah, I know. And That's- then she's like, "Hey,
2: you." Why are you having feelings right now? Why are you, right you having now?
0: feelings right now? Captain, he's having feelings. Feelings!
2: I, I'm, I'm sensing some feelings going on, and that's really not acceptable before uh, a mission.
0: I have never I felt even you know, having so many emotions. You're,
2: you're you're a Klingon, and Klingons are not passionate, outgoing people, are they? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was so...
0: Wow, I guess on the Starship Enterprise, no one is allowed to have strong feelings about anything and keep them to them fucking selves. Not, not Worf, anyway. Yeah, like what?
2: Well yeah, I mean Warf, you really gotta keep on a leash because he is a big dog. Well you assume he's gonna fly off the handle. Like he could bust out that thing longer at any moment.
1: <laughs> murder someone with it.
0: At ease, Lieutenant. Oh uh, My goodness. It felt kind of narky.
1: Yeah. And and I know. just like what a tattletale.
0: Yeah, it's like and like you're gonna date this woman in season seven? What?
1: Don't you remember the way she betrayed you in season two? Worf never forgets. He's playing the long game. It's all about revenge.
2: Yeah, specifically betrayed his feelings.
1: Yeah. Oh. Like, quite
2: literally. Literally. Man, oh. That's, oh. That's, that's, that's ice cold. Wow. Wow. So,
0: this planet of cro has been at war for so long that it's, it's personal now. It's become like personal. They don't even really... <laughs> Like, they, they know specifically why they're at war, but that's not really why they're at war. They're at war because they hate each other now, because they've been at war so long.
2: Well, first, I, I just want to mention the, mm-hmm. the weird before credits thing where they show up to Riva's house, Yeah, and he has, you know, his beautiful stained glass yeah. backdrop, no and no one's there. And yeah. before the credits, like, it just has them walk into the empty room and look around, and there's nothing there. Oh. And then, and then credits. Cue credits. And then credits, and like that's very unusual that's That's not how Star Trek usually goes rather anticlimactic
0: yeah usually we get some kind of like mini cliffhanger or at least some kind of like climax mini climax to that opening sequence you know like oh here's something interesting and then we get our opening credits and then we rejoin
1: the story I really like that they beam down to the planet and then like they hadn't even walked across the hall when already Riker's piping up on the the, from the bridge the Enterprise is like Hey, are you guys? Are you guys? What's going on? Uh, Are you guys uh, going to keep me in the loop on what's happening? God, it's been thirty seconds. We're
0: fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. It hasn't even been thirty seconds.
1: Nothing has
2: happened. And he's like, "Okay, well, keep me informed."
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. I'd appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: really pissy.
1: Yeah, but God's like me. Yeah, like
2: I don't know. He's having a bad day. Later on, Pulaski is on the bridge having a bitch session with him. It's great. But then she vanishes because she's no, she has to get out of there. She's only up there to bitch about the captain. It's, he's back. It's a back. continuity error She's got to get the shit out of there right uh, away. Right they right sub,
1: they we're, sub Pulaski for Jordy. Yeah,
2: yeah. We're, we're
0: getting ahead of ourselves, though. We'll get to her vanishing act yeah. in a minute.
2: So, what, what is kind of bizarre is that this guy's super famous. You yeah. know, he's... Yeah. Everyone knows about Riva. Except none of... They're all taken by surprise that he's deaf and that he has this chorus. You would think... Which seems pretty key. Yeah, you would think that this is knowledge that... The Federation
0: would have you know, having dealt with Riva themselves, you know it's like yeah. oh hey, maybe I'll just make note of this here in the official federation record that Riva is deaf and he has these three muses or whatever that speak for him
2: and and like later on he describes it as having been really an instrumental part of how he resolved some of these yeah. conflicts yeah. so.
0: You'd think that it would be important knowledge that the Federation would have had on yeah. file.
1: Oh, the Federation's got it on file. It's oh, just Nobody bothered to read it that file. It,
2: it certainly seems to be the case, because, you know, when we start up, the captain is just, he has, like, a mobile, like a baby mobile with planets yeah, and holo- a comet. Yeah, this
0: holographic display of this uh, this planet, like the solar system, with where one planet has a really weird... Uh,
1: yeah, that's um, a very weird, orbital, anomalous orbit.
2: And he's just, you know, sitting in his captain's yeah, chair, gazing at it. Puzzling you know. over it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's enjoying himself. Like, like a, you know, a small child looking at a mobile. And yeah. Riker comes in and tells him he's there. And like, oh, we're here? Oh, my, oh my goodness. I just lost all track
0: of time. Look <laughs> at the colors. Look at the colors. I
1: probably should have read that report colors. dossier. Yeah. Ah, good we'll good just thought. wing it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much how it feels when they go down there. It does.
2: Well, that, that's that's really kind of their undoing with the uh, when they yeah. actually hit the planet.
0: Yeah, because like Riva gets all incensed when like Picard starts talking to his uh, to his uh, choir, and he's like, "Speak directly to me,"
2: like, which seems a little over the top for someone who's supposed to be a brilliant mediator. Yeah, it's
0: like wow, you know, for yeah. for well, somebody who's supposed to help people, you know, reconcile their differences and really mm-hmm. come to like a, a long lasting peace, you know, you get really pissy over. You know decorum that you didn't even explain and you just kind of sprung on everybody
2: although to be fair I I guess he was expecting them to have done their homework and know that this is what he does since it's what he's been doing for a really long time (laughs) but I mean it
0: it, it should have been like as soon as like like, they made it clear to him that they did not know that because he had to explain it to them so maybe he should have thought oh I am explaining to them how this works Maybe I should let them know. Oh, and by the way, you speak directly to me, and you I th-
1: know. I think that's when his his frustration at their sloppiness boiled yeah. over. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, and like his characterization is altogether quite weird. Yes. Yeah. Then later on, when we we get into him him in his sexy time. Oh well, God. But,
0: Yeah, but even then, like when he first gets down there, and like when he first oh, gets you know, down there. Yeah. When he, well, <laughs> when, when they first get down there, and he first lays eyes on uh, the the. Uh, <laughs> the luscious uh, counselor Troy and all of a sudden his libido guy just walks forward and says you're empathic well then you already know how I feel about you but let me put it into words it's like please don't (laughs) because that's kind of harassment almost like, and then, I like I like the role of the uh, the libido guy. That's like, what a yeah. shitty job. Yeah, exactly. And then later, like after he's had his libido speak directly to Counselor Troy and let her know that he's really looking forward to this trip because he's going to spend the entire time there. just macking on her. And then late, like shortly thereafter, he then reveals that 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 one who was talking to her is the guy specifically. Designated to speak for his lust, yep. and his libido, and that's it. So then and I was like, am the, be- the passion, the
1: warrior, but mostly libido. Most mostly, yeah, I'm the boner man. <laughs> and uh, and then they then uh, the best part is, you I know, know she goes.
2: Man, he
1: uh, sorry. Oh, it's alright. I just love when uh, he asks her to go on a dinner date, and he's like, yeah, how are we going to communicate? Well, I'll bring along the less guy, but we won't need these other two. <laughs> yeah, you and
0: I aren't going to have conversations about anything deep or meaningful, just boning. Oh, yeah. Maybe some hand boning. <laughs> Safe in hand life one boning. day. Hand uh, boning.
2: So, they beam back up to the Enterprise with him and his entourage. And they, they go back up to the bridge, and for some reason, Pulaski is just sitting there in the second chair. Yeah, having a bitch session with Riker. Yeah, you know, she, she's just sitting there. You know, she has no dialogue. She's not in the episode till much later. And, uh, you know, as soon as everyone comes in, she just takes off. She's but gone. But we don't
0: see her leave. No. That's the thing. And it's then like
2: we see Jordy just randomly need... appear out of the ether.
0: Yeah, it's so strange. It's It's like... They
2: had the wrong person yeah, in the it's shot.
0: A, totally a continuity, or they, or you know, like in the editing, they just did not. Because
2: uh... it's a really weird continuity. Yeah. yeah,
0: like we should have seen her leave.
2: So it really does seem like you know Riker was feeling really pissy earlier, and so yeah. she's she always pissy. So it's just what the two does. of them up there, yep, a bitching about Picard for a bit while everyone's away, yep. and then as soon as he gets her, she's just gotta. She's got a book it. can't believe
0: Picard's down there on an away mission. Those are my... That's my gig, man. This
2: bullshit, man. it's kind of weird, because that, yeah. that is... Ground rules is firmly established in the first episode that yeah. you know he's going to be the one who goes on away missions, and not Picard. I, I but,
0: imagine that like the reason uh, that uh, Picard... Clock, clock, clock number never <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I sir. Think, you know, th- this is like <laughs> one of those special circumstances where it's like, it's a you know, diplomatic yeah, thing. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're not beaming down into a hazardous situation. We're fucking picking up a mediator, a famous one. I'm the captain. I get to meet him first.
2: Fuck you. And maybe that's why he's all pissy about it. Yeah, him. they well, had, I to meet him first. Yeah, there, there was a pretty lady, and you know Riker. Of, of course, nice to be the first one oh. to meet her. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, can you imagine a Riker
0: introducing uh, her to his lust?
2: Oh man.
0: Like,
1: yes. Uh, I was <laughs> like, "Oh, so you speak for uh, Riva's libido, eh?" Right? Yeah. Oh. I speak for mine. Yeah. Indeed.
0: <laughs>
1: Riva, totally it's a pretty big job. <laughs> boom. Oh man. Excellent.
0: So they travel to this planet and en route Riva has a really awkward dinner with Troy because his lust guy is there and no one else but he does eventually dismiss his lust <laughs> and, they, and they try to have a little bit of a a little bit of a talk it doesn't go well it's it's That's not true it goes fine it's it's pretty it's mild it, it it's pretty silly you know like i mean He's, he's trying to speak with, to her with like it's not sign language per se, it's it's more like you know, gestures yeah,
2: because he does use real sign language later yeah. in the episode yeah. but here but this he's is clearly just not. this is yeah. just him well, trying he's,
1: yeah, he's just trying to find a way to communicate a mm-hmm. simple yeah. rapport although yeah. apparently he's telepathic and she's empathic yeah, but, they but clear let's assume that she can't I hear was. what he's saying
2: He he may only be telepathic to people from his own planet?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what they're they're saying. Their telepathy might not be compatible. Well, they said, yeah, yeah, the the
1: chorus, they've been in that job for many years, and it's like he said, generations. Generations, yeah. Yeah, it's special
2: attunement. I'm a lust man. My dad was (laughs) a lust man. My dad was a lust man. My grandfather was (laughs) a lust man.
1: He's
2: a lineage of lust. Oh, man. Which sounds really. God-awful, Just, isn't it? Yeah, that, that sounds like a, a Flowers in the Attic sequel. Oh, God. Why <laughs> did you bring that up? It's horrifying. Um, so, you know, they, they finally head on to the planet of these sort of weird Cro-Magnon men. They're, they're dressed quite a lot yeah. like the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have all these gross boils and, yeah, and skin problems. Which and weird stars nasty. and stuff. And things just fall apart really yeah. fast.
0: Yeah, like before they get there, Reva's just essentially condescending to Riker the entire time he's down there. Is like, you, you worry too much. You know, this it's, is gonna go, this go is great. Gonna be fine, <laughs> God,
1: no one, God. Is, no one is gonna get shot. <laughs>
0: Certainly, my chorus won't be brutally disintegrated before our very eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh
2: my God! What a what a gruesome effect! right?
0: Yeah. it's a it's kind of shocking. These early two the the first two seasons specifically of Next Gen have a number of fairly gruesome deaths for television.
2: Yeah, well, this one, I mean, you see their skin dissolve and turn to like red mist and Yeah, and like their, 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 their skeletons, skeletons underneath show. before oh, man. those get disintegrated. Yeah. It's it's and, really and then harsh.
0: The, uh, the one who kills uh Reva's uh course gets killed himself The exact you know? same way. And then they uh they get the hell out of Dodge and he's like, No, come back. Reva, we need you. And he's yelling up he, at the He sp- doesn't speak for me <laughs> He's like he's yelling up into space. It's like like Maybe the Enterprise will hear him if he yells loud enough. <laughs> they are primitive. Come on!
2: <laughs> like they're basically hanging around outside of Stonehenge. Yeah. So you know, they don't understand.
0: And uh, then substance. our very next shot, when we uh, when we rejoin Riva aboard the Enterprise, is Riva making like this angry dirt face <laughs> at the camera, like. Urgh!
2: And he, waving he, and his he's hands around,
0: gesticulating wildly. directly into the camera. Yeah, he's just so angry. And he's, he's pretty upset. He's signing really furiously, and he's mm-hmm. very upset. And uh, Picard makes that standard hearing person. Uh,
1: he's deaf, so I better talk louder.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he grabs Riva by the ears, like he he <laughs> yeah. he slaps his hands over Riva's ears and yells in his face.
1: Well. Reva was freaking
0: out. Yeah, it's Reva was like having true. a real meltdown, but it was it was still quite comical. Uh, like, yeah. like, we are in this together. We are here with you, and then like like they hold hands and share share a long, like a long, meaningful gaze, and then Reva calms the fuck down. Yeah, a little bit.
2: And you know something we forgot to mention the the whole stuff going on with Jordy in this. Oh episode. yeah, yeah,
0: because this is that, that, this episode that, has that, moments that play like an after school special that yeah. felt so tacked on like they, yeah. they it doesn't fit add. anywhere else no no. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, they oh. need to
1: give Jordy a scene they need to give Pulaski a scene yeah. so. and,
0: and let's give Jordy a scene where he can explain to the audience that actually having a disability is super great and he's got a sweet you know, visor dog yeah, exactly you know and it's like listen we want to get the message across that being differently abled is not a bad thing it's like okay I think he I think every episode gets that across because Geordie is differently abled and he kicks ass, but if you really need to say it like explicitly uh here's
1: your chance go for it and uh, they he they we, he they bring it up twice right because he yeah. meets he meets Riva and they discuss like, yeah, it's like the similarities and differences between their vi the visor and the chorus yeah, yeah and, is, and, that's and it's interesting actually, enough it's, it's a fairly sweet scene. it's yeah. just
2: the later scene with him and Pulaski, which is just free-floating from the rest of the yeah. episode such that I don't even remember where it took place. I almost yeah. wonder
1: if they, they, they kind of hinted at the idea that, oh, maybe Jordi's going to get cloned eyes sometime yeah. soon. or. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: that's always been the thing, right, is that Jordi's visor causes him constant pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, it's just kind of... It goes with the prosthesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pulaski offers him a couple of options, you know, like he can get ones that won't be painful, that'll look mostly like human eyes... And he'll take a reduction in vision, essentially, by about 20%. But considering that Jordy sees about 300% better than any human, yeah. losing 20% of that, not such a huge deal.
1: I think honestly they put this in there maybe to tease later episodes and just to yeah. again and get, to give us this thing that Geordi may be like oh would he be giving up a bit of who he is and what makes yeah. him mm-hmm. who he is if he were to they they take, really take this exchange but they never really take advantage of it until all of a sudden he's got cloned eyes and one fucking insurrection oh no they're
0: cloned eyes he's got he's got the other ones that oh the blue things whatever, yeah, yeah essentially are. that she was talking about except I think they're fancier so he doesn't get the 20% reduction who knows but yeah. for whatever
2: and I, I just want to comment here because, you know, we've been down on Pulaski constantly because, you know, she is the worst. Yeah, right. Uh, but she's perfectly pleasant in this episode. I have yeah. nothing to complain good about. Good performance. Yeah, well, yes. I mean, she didn't have anything to do in this episode, yeah. you know? But, but like, her, her conversation with Geordi, she's never condescending. She's yeah. pretty straight with him. She's well, a good doctor. Well, there was one moment. Why are you hesitating? Why
0: <laughs> wouldn't you want to see, like, a normal person? I don't understand you.
2: Well, you know, that's she fine. she's very intolerant. That, yeah. That's that's her thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, she isn't making fun of him or anything like that. Yeah, There's that, you know. I mean, well, which she is didn't... you know pretty major part of her character in most she episodes. She wasn't
0: interacting with Data, so she was mostly not horrible. I suppose. Data just really brings it out of her. Yeah.
2: She's
0: <laughs> a machine machines. <laughs> Pretending to be a person makes me so mad.
2: Ugh, oh, it's disgusting.
0: God, someone uh, had sex with you uh, last season. It makes me sick. <laughs> sick. It's a good thing she's dead. Yeah. That she deserved it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tried to say something nice about her. But, you, know, <laughs> yeah, you know what I was... Good work, guys. You know what I was
0: actually thinking when we were watching Pulaski this episode? is that when I was a kid, like, when, when this season came out, was, what, 89? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 88, 88 or 89 I think the season was like I think it crossed 88. over 88 to 89 yeah. anyway so I would have been about 9 or 10 roundabout mm-hmm. and the thing that strikes me is like when I was 9 or 10 I looked at Pulaski and I thought she was an old lady like a really old lady oh. and mm. now I look at her now I'm like
1: I don't know where this is going
0: <laughs> she's not nearly as ancient as I thought she was when I was a kid she's clearly maybe in her late 50s mid to late 50s
1: yeah, something but,
0: like that. But she's not 70. Like, my, my child, the brain, assumed she was back in, like, 88 and 89,
2: Yeah, right? well, you know, we're old. We're falling apart. Yeah, you know, like, I'm, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm a couple years, or like I'm four years away from 40 at this just, point. Just,
1: just, and just stop. <laughs> just stop this conversation right now. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the matter, baby?
2: I, I recently had to get glasses for the first time. Oh, God. <laughs> My um, wizened back is really hard to get out of bed Brian in the have, morning.
0: I've been bald for over <laughs> half a decade now. I said a cheeseburger for dinner. It's going to be hell to pay for like three days now. <laughs> <laughs> so where were you afraid I was going with this? Like, I just
1: don't want to talk about this. It's,
0: it's <laughs> awful and depressing. Oh, you, 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 oh, you just fear aging. You, are, oh, yeah. are you, are you like, confronting your mortality right now? Is that no. what's happening with you? No, it's fine. Is that why you've been growing your hair out into like, this luscious no. mane?
2: I just want to look like Riva. Oh. <laughs> oh man, Reva's hair—it's pretty it, unreal. Because like, it, it's weird. It's like, so bushy yeah. everywhere. Like his beard and his hair is so bushy. Yeah. that he,
1: he looks like a lion. Yeah. It all
2: just kind of it's crazy. Be, Like becomes
0: one mass too. Like, yeah, like it's hard to tell where his beard stops and where his exactly. Hair yeah, like it's just all one thing. It's—I awesome. mean, like it's a only luck. a
2: couple months ago, I had hair past my shoulders and yeah. a really bushy beard, but. It was nothing approaching the sheer volume yeah, that he Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. He looks... Y- you rock more of a uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi episode yeah. two kind of look.
2: Yeah.
1: Basically, if you're that guy, that actor, and or Reva, you, like, that's your genetic predisposition to grow your hair like that. You just have to do it. Yeah. Because
2: mm-hmm. he looks like a lion and it's kind of awesome. Because it's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Anyways. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Where we're, were we? I think uh, we were talking
2: about
0: Pulaski. We, oh, uh, we yeah, dealt right. with
1: that shit. Reva's chorus got killed. Yeah, Reva's yeah, chorus
0: cool. And now oh. uh, we're at the planet and Reba is refusing. Oh, he's so super pissed, right? Yeah, he's he, not going to go back to this. these negotiations. Fuck those guys. They yeah. killed his chorus. It
1: is his fault. Data learned
0: sign language and now we're getting
1: shit out of Reba. Yeah. So basically they're like, yeah, Data is signing. He's able to translate, and they ask him, Riva, do you want to go back to the planet? And he says, on my homeworld, we have a saying. Eat a dick.
0: <laughs> I kind of feel like I, I got the distinct impression that Data was kind of
2: cleaning up the language a bit. Well, yeah, because he's, well, yeah,
1: cause, yeah, he's Riva reducing
2: here. a lot of what is being said yeah. on either side. Like, he yeah. was not signing anywhere near as much as they were well, saying. Well, I
0: think we saw him start to sign to Riva, and then he kind of stopped, and I, I wonder if that's because he, like, they realized, oh, wait. We shouldn't have data signing because. But then he Reva... does it more after. Yeah, it's weird. Like Reva reads lips; he doesn't need it, yeah. things signed to him. But I, w- then I wasn't sure he was doing that as a
1: courtesy or just yeah, maybe yeah. just for the, the the benefit of the audience. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Uh, At any rate, uh,
1: but yeah, Re- Reva like like you know his response is very passionate and. Which makes sense. He's upset, you know. Yeah, Picard tries to
0: lay some guilt yeah. on him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, "Oh, that's very unfortunate. More people are going to die." And Reva's just like, "Fuck you, old man!" <laughs> Again, eat a second dick. <laughs> <laughs> eat all out. the dicks. <laughs> yeah, eat a whole acre of dicks. And before you start complaining to me about how dicks aren't measured in acres, think about the fact that
1: you won't be able to say that because your <laughs> mouth will be full of dicks. Exactly. So then. Uh, Troy Troy has a has a crack at him yeah Troy uses
0: the old reverse psychology on him by saying oh you're not going down I'll go down there and do it I'm gonna do it I'm an empath I can
2: do your job yeah and she probably could
0: yeah and you know then we'd be rid of Troy wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, man. What if Troy had left the series this episode like, to as much broker as... a piece between the Chromags? Yeah, you'd have badass. Yeah, yeah. And then we get Reva. Instead, that would be <laughs> awesome. Wouldn't
2: that be interesting? You'll never forget.
0: <laughs> i sorry. I can't
1: stop. I, it's oh, in, like man. I can't stop hearing it. It's so just, then like, then Reva, of course, naturally, like he would need another lust voice, and Riker would fill in in that <laughs> hole. Oh, totally. Man, man. He would be there. He'd I think be all they would like. It. Like have a beard club, and they'd be like amazing wingmen for each other.
2: Mm. Wouldn't you love to see Will Will Wheaton as Wesley Wesley Crusher trying to grow a beard in that period? (laughs) Oh to to.
1: Reva and Riker would just laugh at him. Oh,
2: I know, but it would be beautiful. Well, I mean, Wheaton's (laughs) rocking a beard now. Yeah, totally. But I'm talking at that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) A a pathetic teen beard. That is a little peach fuzz. Oh, glorious.
0: So, you know, Riva has been suitably coaxed into taking it on and like he's gonna turn his disadvantage into an advantage because he's gonna teach the Chromax how to sign. And by doing that, they're gonna learn how to not only talk to Riva, but talk
2: to and understand each
0: other
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: they'll learn to communicate by learning a new form of communication. Which is, you know, yeah. a pretty good solution. Yeah. Legit I, I, yeah. and, Was not the original plan for the end of the episode. No,
1: no, that was a much better end. Yeah, much much better better ending. Yeah,
0: and wasn't it? Wasn't this ending actually like? It was the actor who played with this idea. Yeah, he's like, no, no, let's do this.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, the guy who plays Reva is legitimately deaf, and I think this is. is he, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I can't read American Sign Language, but according to the notes we found in Memory Alpha, that is what he is doing during this episode. I, so, I used to know a bit, but I'm I so be, out of practice. I'd be curious to know if the things that he is expressing, uh, that he's signing in all of the scenes, is that does it match up with what Data says he's saying? And
2: mm-hmm. I assume mm-hmm.
1: so, but it's kind of interesting. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like he clearly had a better handle on what they should do with this than other writers did. So, yeah, give him yeah. some credit. Yeah. And now well, uh, you,
2: were, you were reading the thing. What was the original ending for the episode intended to be? Well, there were a couple different. Like, the
1: first idea was that. Uh, it was he, a
2: mechanical failure. Yeah, it was right? a mechanical
1: failure. The chorus, the, the, the chorus doesn't get killed. It's just he has some sort of device that lets him communicate with them, and then that breaks. So right. he has to learn to speak, which is silly. It is yeah. really silly. Not nearly as compelling as what they did. They, mm. I, like, this is a much better yeah. scenario. I hate to say it. I actually quite like this episode. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I dig it too. Yeah, major, It was, major it was honestly
2: one of the ones that was better than I remembered it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I mean,
0: that's the nice thing about season two. As many stinkers as it has, it is significantly better than season one.
2: Apart from the child and the the clip show, yeah. it's it's mostly decent.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. Season three is lot where of world things building.
2: really take off.
0: But season two is not bad. Yeah, And it does, yeah. like, season two's got some, some really great episodes in it, like... Uh, Measure of a Man is in season two. I love Measure of a Man. Totally. Yeah. This is good stuff. Yeah, we got, we got our uh, yeah. elementary deer data. That was fun. Yeah. So, we got
1: Nick Ulam. Oh, wait, that was <laughs> shit. <laughs> ah. Ah.
0: And, and, and don't forget, like, Joe Piscopo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Mwah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, this, <sighs> is, this is always death. <laughs> you told a joke. Yeah. I'm not laughing. Perhaps the joke
2: was not funny. I think he was right. Yep. That was funny. <laughs> There's not a whole lot else. They they drop him back off on the planet, and they just kind of leave him there. It, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't really come to a conclusion. It's just... Yeah. Which is kind of nice. It's it's a fairly realistic for, ending. Yeah. like, like
1: yeah. Something like that is going to take a long period yeah. of time.
2: They've yeah. been battling for 15 centuries, Large. so it's going to take a few months. It's, yeah. Marge. Well, I'm not sure what's going on
0: here. Is this a happy ending or a sad ending? It's an ending. That's enough. Yeah. Overall,
1: this is actually pretty strong. I, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, ratings. I'm going to give this a Lieutenant Commander. Can I give it a Lieutenant Commander and a half? <laughs> no, you, you, it's is either Lieutenant
1: Commander thing? or Commander. Can I give it like a... What was Shelby's rank? She was Commander technically, but yeah. then like she wasn't actually... Yeah, like Acting herself, Commander
2: so. or something. I'm going to go... I think she was a
0: Lieutenant Commander. I'm going to go Vice Lieutenant Commander. <laughs> Dude, I have to make fucking...
1: Badges? Badges. <laughs> okay. And there is
0: no Vice Lieutenant Commander. Okay. Please
1: stick to what we got. I'm going to go with Assistant Vice Lieutenant Commander. I will <laughs> fucking destroy you. Lieutenant Commander. What? what what's this, is, thank you. Thank
2: what, what's the... It, it, what's What's right below Lieutenant Commander?
1: Uh, Lieutenant. Lieutenant.
2: Okay. I, I think I'd just go for a senior grade Lieutenant. Okay, Lieutenant. Right. It's, it's pretty good, but... It is kind of dry, and there's not a lot of character to it.
1: I'm giving Reva's hair one full bonus rank. <laughs>
0: that is fair,
2: you know. Right, so you know, maybe maybe I'll bump it up on those grounds because right, so his hair is majestic. So
0: is that three lieutenant commanders across the board? I suppose. Wow. so. Wow, a- a- another consensus. That's uh. That's boring. No. <laughs> oh, no, it, it doesn't happen much. So. All right. All right. Look at that. What's the next episode? Uh, hang on. Uh, Let me take a look. This is the last episode on this disc, so I couldn't look ahead and see what the next episode was.
2: The Schizoid Man.
0: The Schizoid oh, no, Man! Oh, no. no! Oh, man. I hate, love no. that episode.
2: Oh, God. That's Dr. Ira Graves. Yeah,
0: Dr. Ira Graves, <laughs> who is so, so clearly... Preemptive
1: meant- Ensign. Preemptive Ensign. He is
0: so meant to be... like. Harlan Ellison, it's unreal. Like, oh man, call me Grandpa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, oh no, so to bad. know him is to love him. Is to know. <sighs> no, oh man, that's that's. Cool. Whew. Well. What an episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I
1: might have diarrhea next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't escape. Because remember, when you're not around, we just do away missions. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we'll go on an away yeah, mission. God damn it. All right. Exactly. Fine, fine. 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 That's good enough. Thank you for joining us Support the DieCast Enterprise. This is Pags. I'm Fully. jet And we will catch you next time.